Live from Hale Pavilion, welcome to Wash with a sellout crowd of two people. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday. It's John and Dalton here with you with the first episode of Wash. Welcome in. Episode one, I feel like we've been talking about this for a long time, but hey, we picked the perfect time to do it with uh, nothing going on in sports, so a uh, good start here with you know, no one getting signed in free agency. We got a uh, all-star weekend for basketball. Football's over. So uh, good time for sports, huh? Absolutely, man. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's, like, there's, like nothing, there's like nothing going on. It's like ESPN Century is the only thing that's yeah. playing highlights right now. The Ocho's going to be going wild. Yeah. But I, know, I mean, I feel like the perfect time, like the perfect thing is like we both know how sports never sleeps. No. From either being fans or, uh, you know, in, in your line of work as, as a coach or, or me and the media or whatever i mean that's the craziest part about it all like yeah. you know you what's fun about like these off-season stuff is a lot of the things they've almost become more important for fans in the games you know what i mean like you, you, right now is like freaking mock draft monday for for nfl and stuff like that people love that kind of stuff you know so okay. i mean like that's a good thing is, is, is we, we, we can sit here, we can freaking grab our Gatorade and BS about anything when it comes to sports. It just goes back and forth. It really does not stop. No. I mean, me trying to get a vacation. Good luck, Chuck. You know, <laughs> good I mean, luck, like, buddy. That's just how it is. I mean, but that's, that's what's fun about sports. That's why we've loved it since we first started playing. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, literally, like right, right away. I mean, my first word was ball. I mean, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, we both know, like, this, this is what we've done always is – Either been fans or playing. Oh yeah, like and like that's what's fun about it for sure. Oh, absolutely, man. No, it's great. And uh, you know, like you were saying, your first word was ball. My dad put a baseball in my left hand when I was in the crib. Yeah. So I mean, uh, sports has just been a way of life in both of our families, and I think it's pretty cool that we get a chance to, to kind of get some thoughts out there. So um, definitely some crazy news coming out of Giants camp today with uh, with Bruce Bochy calling it calling it a career after yeah. an amazing run. Um, just crazy what he's been able to do. Uh, no, I mean, absolute legend. You know, um, you look and he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's, oh, he's first ballot. There's hand, no question. Hands down a Hall of Famer. I mean, you know, he, he's got the three rings, all of that for sure. I mean, yeah. but yeah, he's, he's done everything that the Giants could have asked for and more, which is crazy to think about. He's, he first showed up in 2007. You look and it's just... It's funny now because, I mean, everyone wants things in sports. They want it now. They want to win now. Uh, Instant gratification. You look, I mean, his first year, 71 wins. Next year, 72 wins. Right. But then it kind of starts to get going, you know. Then they have 88, you know, and that's, what, uh, 2009. Next year, like, champions, you know. I mean, it's it's crazy to look at this year is going to be the 10-year anniversary of Posey's debut. Right. Of Bumgarner's debut. And obviously that was Bochy's third year third as manager year, yeah. or whatever and stuff. But, you know, it's crazy now because he, he's going to be moving on after this year. Everyone's talking about the Giants are getting older and stuff. But, like, those 10-year anniversaries just make you think for sure. It's, oh, it's yeah. weird, honestly, you oh, know. Yeah, no, what he's been able to do is, is definitely Hall of Fame worthy. Um, Bruce Bochy, you know, is one of 10 MLB managers to win at least three World Series titles and the other nine – are in the Hall of Fame, no, I mean, so it's kind of just a slam right dunk. There. Yeah, it says it right there. You know, and, and and just the respect that he gets from all of his players, all different kinds of personalities, talent. You know, he gets superstars that he's gotten to buy into team concepts. He's gotten team guys to kind of 
become more individual in a sense. Yeah. And, he, you know, he's just done a great job of kind of pulling the strings of, of matchups, just watching him do what he did with Javi Lopez, Sergio Romo, kind of rejuvenate Javi's career and just kind of like just make them who they were. Jeremy Affelt, you know, just doing all the crazy things in the bullpen. You know, uh, it was just unbelievable to watch in those in those three World Series runs. Just some of the best managing I've ever seen. Obviously, I'm a little biased because we're we're Giants fans yeah, sitting yeah. here, but but just you know, the numbers speak for themselves, and all the players have the utmost respect for them. So well, that's it's the thing. Cool. I mean, you were talking about the World Series and stuff. As a fan, did you ever feel like they were the favorite going into? No, it? they were always the dogs. That's always underdog, and just had that kind of working for them. You know, they had that kind of mojo, like that fighter kind of. Uh, kind of band of misfit toys kind of mentality with yeah. a, with a couple of like obviously you know Lincecum and and Posey some really bright bright spots. Yeah, I mean but, it helps to have a bass moment or yeah. put a freaking cape around his neck yeah. and go out and win thirty eight games in the World <laughs> yeah. Series and freaking defy right? math. But right? I mean, yeah, it helps. But like I don't know. I, I, you look at it last year in the World Series, you had the Red Sox who were I think the highest payroll at the time yeah. like, when, when they won and stuff, and it's full of superstars and like. I just can't imagine World Series teams now winning with a, a Cody Ross. A Pat Burrell. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's, Aubrey all, Huff, that's always going to be hard to, I mean? to explain. Honestly, oh, yeah. though, always. No. Every, every year, like, sure, as a, as a fan, you're, you're going to say, like, like, they got this. And yeah. maybe it's because like, they have our guy, whether it's a Bumgarner, a Lynch right. Kim coming out, right. even coming out of the pen when, right. when he wasn't still Lynch Embracing Kim. the role, too. And that's so sure. hard as a manager to, like, you know, coming. Just speaking from a former pitcher's thing, like we're pitchers are weird people, and they're very like they don't like change a lot, especially lefties. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, but like Lincecum being a Cy Young caliber pitcher, and then being asked to come out of the pen and do something totally out yeah. of his, you know. But then he embraced it. He only pitched out of the stretch, and that, and he, yeah. you know, he didn't even do the windup. He was like, you know what? If I'm going to be a reliever, I'm all in. And Bochy was just it is. He's still he's still working in the game, but. Just unbelievable what he what he's able to do. But yeah, going back to your point about like, you know, guys that weren't necessarily household names. I mean, just rejuvenated their career. I mean, oh, yeah. Cody Ross, Gamer, Pat Burrell, Gamer, Aubrey Huff, arguably had an MVP caliber season. You know, for for most of that season, and um, it's just crazy. And then you know, bringing young guys along, and it's just kind of a great mix. Yeah, I mean, I think how we look at it now too. Is, I think one of my favorite things about Bochy, you know, he seems like this. Serious guy, they got the bochy noises. He got the size nine head, <laughs> size bobble head. Yeah. It's like, all right, like this guy having fun, you know. But yeah. like, he loves it. He's a baseball lifer. I mean, yeah. you look at someone like Pablo Sandoval, right? I mean, right. Giants fans, they had their, they've had their ups and downs with with, with Pablo. And he's but, had his ups and downs too. Oh, for sure. Player, yeah. uh, you know, the scale, the batting average, yeah. whatever you want to call it. He's yeah. had the ups and downs. Yeah. But uh, but for Pablo, Bochy is literally like a second dad. For sure. You know, we have this thing uh, at NBC Sports where every year, uh, it's been a few years now, they have this Game Changer Awards show, basically. Oh, yeah, that's and, great. Like, they, yeah, they, and they get pro guys from, um, from the Bay Area teams around here, the Giants, Warriors, all this different kind of stuff. Every year, some, uh, like, each player, like, they, um, they thank a, a coach and stuff. Sometimes it's a high school guy, sometimes it's a little league guy. Yeah. Sometimes just really influenced you know I mean? Clay Thompson did this high school coach this year. Cool story, but Pablo did Bochy, you know, and like he's still playing for him, and you, and you don't see that that much. And he really talked about how like he really became his second father, you know. And ever since he's came back to the Giants, you know, people thought that Pablo was this selfish guy. He took the money, he ran, he uh, maybe he walked in this case, but, but, but <laughs> waddles. <yeah. laughs> he charted around, but yeah. uh, but he wound up in Boston. It didn't work, obviously, no, no. you know, no. but he came back, you know, and now he's 
He's on the mound for Fabochi if you want him to. Let Pablo pitch. Yeah, 100%. I'll wear that shirt every day. But, I mean, he's got a first baseman's mitt. He's got a third baseman's mitt. Yeah. He played second last year. Right. He, like we said, he just pitched. Um, he's already said that. Like, he already brought his catcher's mitt to spring training. He said, I'll be, the, be your emergency catcher. You know, and, and uh, I know the last few years he's even brought an outfielder's mitt. And the one thing Bochi said is, hey, we, we, don't, we don't need that one. But, I mean, <laughs> you know, that, that, that's what's pretty cool to see someone who's obviously – He's been a World Series MVP, and then he had his downs, you know. Yeah. And someone like Bochy, who managed him and then saw him leave, you know, he could have been pissed. He could have not been, like, still that fatherly figure with him. But he'll always be that father to him, yeah. you know. Uh, but, I mean, and we've always had coaches like that. For you know, sure. Everyone does. Yeah. But, I mean, those are the guys I met that make the difference forever, you know. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Now, but what Bochy's been able to do is unbelievable. Um but this season, hopefully, you know, they'll, they'll ride the wave and, and hopefully they'll, they'll have some, they, you know, it seems like they have some optimism going into camp and, and hopefully this year they'll, they'll compete and, and hopefully he'll go out on a competitive high note. You know, he, he definitely isn't the kind of guy that wants to go out with a 70-win season, even though on paper it doesn't, it might not look like they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to compete for it. And um, we'll see what happens here with free agency, which is something else that's, that's really, really big in the game today. With just how slow free agency is, and there's just you know there, there's probably an 80, 85, 90 win team out there right now of just free agents. Yeah, oh, you, know, you got Harper, Machado, Dallas Keuchel, Josh Harrison. I mean, you got Marwin yeah. Gonzalez. Yeah. I mean, you got uh, the list goes on and on and on, and we'll get into that here in a minute. But it's just unbelievable as a fan just to see some of the biggest names in the game um, not on a ball club, and pitchers and catchers are reporting right now. Yeah. Um, it's just unbelievable. No, I mean, we talk about right there, we're saying, you know, I'm sure Bochy doesn't want to go out on a low note, but who knows what his team even is right, right. now? I mean, like, There's so many we, we might know. Sure, they, they, they might add another 31-year-old outfielder and give a minor league contract. Yeah. You know, Craig pull, Gentry. He might, might pull a Gentry <laughs> or a Cameron Mabin out of your hat. Yeah, Michael Morris, I think, is uh, but, yeah. <laughs> coming back. I mean, hopefully he's not on the concussion protocol anymore. Yeah, but, uh, yeah exactly. Thanks a lot, Strickland. Bubble but, uh, but, no, I mean, like, that's, that's what's crazy. He's like, you know, sure, we, we can sit here right now on February 18th or whatever and try to make – Predictions you can't, right. you can't. No, you 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 about like you know this 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 is the World Series team. Or, we have no idea. We have no idea. You know, I mean, sure. We I mean we're still even if we try to do that, it'd be a complete guess. Right. We have no idea. Have but no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, usually you know you, you can write down predictions, have fun with that. Like you can't do it right now. No. You might have to wait literally until March fifteenth or something like that to really try that, which is wild to me. You know. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Just as a fan, it's it's gotta be worse. You know, yeah. I mean, the game the game's not the game the game is de- it's definitely a red flag for the game of baseball. And for so long, the game was heading in the right direction. A lot of good stories, um, not a lot of off the field issues, so to speak. You know, a lot of the guys in the game are taking care of you know taking care of the you know that you don't hear a lot of the NFL stuff leaking into baseball. Yeah, yeah. The off the field issues. The game is in a good place. It's intact. But the last couple of years in free agency, this is the second year in a row that this has really been an issue of really good ball players that are sitting at home right now. And, you know, these, these owners just need to kind of, kind of, you know, kind of push, you know, the players need to push back. These owners are just kind of sitting at home with these pockets that are already as full as almost they can possibly be. Yeah. And then you got, you know, Dallas Keuchel sitting at home who's an NL, AL Cy Young and a World Series champion yeah. without a job. I mean, yeah. Without I mean, a job. You, you, well, you, well, you see every day, like, these guys are speaking out more about it. Right. Whether it's on... Verlander. Yeah. I mean, the biggest names in the game are talking about Yeah. I mean, whether it's on All Twitter, on, uh, on Instagram, or now, I mean, they're at spring training, they're getting asked about it, and no one's... Obviously, no one's happy about it, you know? And, no. like, no. I, th- I think the weirdest thing is, like, 
you know, these GMs, these owners and stuff, like, you got, you got to kind of think about, like, the fans real quick, right? I mean, let's honestly think different sports-wise. Yeah. Would Kevin Durant be a free agent for four months? No. No, I mean, he, he's not going to be a free agent right now until July, and that's already anyone can be talking about. Right. In the middle of a season where the Warriors are trying to three-peat, yeah. and they're already talking about, he's going to go to the Knicks, Kyrie's going to go to the Knicks, this and that. Yeah. Like, that's insane. If, if he is not signed by... Pre-agency starts July first. Yeah, exactly. If, if he's not signed by July sixth, that'll be crazy. I yeah. Mean, like four. Like Social three, media four will shut down. Twitter will no, break. 100%. Yeah. If Durant's not on a team in the first week of free agency, Twitter will break. No. And we're, it's, it's and like, we're, we're seriously yeah. probably gonna already like know where these guys are going by midnight of like free agency. Absolutely. And yeah. like that's just I don't know. Like you, baseball has to figure that out. It has to. You know. I mean. I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's losing fans. I think honestly, like the the first way is through something like social media, right? And like sure, like rumors, like like we talk about with Durant and stuff, right? Like that kind of that that fuels social media. That's like where where an armchair GM can yeah. just like BS and say like, oh, like he why why would he need the Warriors? Or like, oh, like he should go to the Knicks and like he needs his own team. Like and finally prove he doesn't need Steph or Westbrook or whatever. Right. But another thing is just like social media in general, right? Like. Baseball, they don't let you. Uh, you just push out highlights all over all over Twitter. People, people's Twitter accounts literally get like taken down for that. Can you imagine that if like that happened to basketball and and we couldn't have seen um, Steph's freaking alley up to to the Deion Greek Freak or yeah. something like that? Like that's not or D Wade's last alley up to LeBron in the yeah. All Star game. Like you can't share that. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, like great highlights. Every kid, like I feel like right now, wants to be. Staff because like yeah. all, all you see all over is him cooking a dude, dribbling, and then throwing a three pointer, or like you know, LeBron dunking or whatever. Like that's the same thing should be for for our Mark, for our Mike Trout and stuff like that. See see him always robbing a home run, this and that, like laying out head yeah. first in the third for a triple, just playing the game hard. Yeah, you know? exactly. Right, watching watching you know watching Scherzer strike out a guy and just have so much emotion. Like the biggest names in the game, they need to be out there. They need to, they have such a big platform, and the game is so great that the fan the, the fans that that aren't getting the you know the media content that it's just holding the game back. There's yeah. so many fans out there that would love the game if it was. Uh, put on a higher, you know, kind of a priority. Yeah. Because it's always fo- obviously football's number one and the basketball, but you know, baseball's kind of slipping at three. I mean, there's some other sports that are getting more press yeah. right now. What? Well, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know. The other, the other, the other sports. I don't think that I don't feel like I have to be at the game to like know what's going on or like. Yeah. Like, let's say I'm busy or whatever. I can't watch the game at night. I can I can check my Twitter real quick and be watching and stuff. Baseball is a little bit different. Like. If they did it quicker, if they let you like share that kind of stuff, like that's the same. That's where we go back to like the free agency stuff. Like yeah. you can't have something that's pushed so far, and it's like you know it's spring training now. And we're still like, oh ha ha, Machado and Harper aren't on teams, and it's like yeah, like, let's make some some funny rhymes about it. But like really, it's embarrassing. Yeah, it's you know? really embarrassing. Those are two of the top you know seven eight players in the league. Yeah, that are, are that are not you know and everyone wants to first say oh well they're being too greedy they want too much money too much this too much that it's like are you paying for the uh, watching owner player you're paying to yeah, watch exactly Bryce you're, pay, you're paying to watch Bryce Harper hit a ball hit a bomb. Yeah, exactly you know yeah. what I mean you're watching a watching Manny Machado really leg out a single yeah you know I mean John, Johnny Hustle <laughs> Johnny <laughs> Hustle yeah but it, no but it, you know nothing against Manny but you know he's a great ball player but I mean you're paying money to see the product on the field you're not looking to see the guys in the box no. collecting the money no you know and, and they have the money that's the thing is especially for teams. 
like the Giants that are kind of been kind of, you know, kind of linked to, to Harper a little bit, you know, they have the money. And some of these ballparks are paid off. And yeah. If not, they're very close to. Yeah. And you're going to get that revenue back from signing a ball player of that of stature through media, through merchandise, yeah. through jersey sales, concessions. You're going to get more butts in the seats if you sign a ball player like that. It's going to completely energize your organization. Well, I think like the, it's a com- no-brainer. the commissioner was like just talking about it. He was like, I don't think you have to look at payroll and that like correlates to a great team or not. Yeah, sure. Maybe maybe you'll get your Giants of Pat Burrow and Cody Ross, but yeah. like the Red Sox won the World Series last year with the biggest payroll, the best players for a reason. I mean, look, pretty good players make you win a lot of games. Yeah, like, exactly. come on, man! Yeah. Like, and you, you gotta pay. You gotta pay good yeah, players you money. Can't be saying you can't that. be cheap. I mean, sure, like, but yeah, the Red Sox got got to wait too, and then they got JD Martinez out of it and stuff. But like, they still paid him eventually. They still trying to go out and get the best players. Exactly. You know, like. So they, they, it's something that they obviously have to figure out. I mean, yeah, it, it, is, it needs to be sooner than later. I mean, yeah, I, I agree. And I, and I think it's going to be kind of like wildfire. Once Harper Machado makes their decision, it's yeah, going to be a domino effect. Yeah. You know, like we talked about earlier with you know, the NBA free agency, we kind of alluded to it for a minute. But once Harper signs, all these guys are going to get deals. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, I don't think... I think Harper and Machado are both waiting for each other. I think they are, you know, too. Like, I think you, they're t- they got to be talking. They well, have to. Well, they have to. You, you don't want to be the first guy, right? Because, no. like, l- let's say Machado signed for two seventy five, dollars right. million, not $100. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? Take it or leave it, man. But, yeah. <laughs> minor league deal. <laughs> you, you and Maven. Big league invite. No. But, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, Harper sees that. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll take $300. Yeah, yeah, I'll take $300. i am I'm better. Than, that's where that competitive, I'm better, yeah. that competitive juice comes in now, right? Exactly. Like. But it's such a domino effect. But I mean, I don't blame him. I, I'd probably be waiting for the first guy to sign. For too. sure, absolutely. You know, I mean, absolutely. I mean, obviously Scott Boris is Harper's guy. He, he's going to get the biggest deal. Yeah. Like, how can you blame him? Honestly, like, yeah. the dude's twenty six years old. Him and Mike Trout are the two most talented uh, offensive players in the game today. Well, yeah. That's the thing too. Like, like okay, like you look at someone like Harper, right? He's yeah. He might be the most recognizable baseball player in yes. the game. Household and, name. And that should, that, face. that should account for, for for a team, right? Like, baseball gets mad at, like, Mike Trout because he's not super loud, boisterous. Number one, they shouldn't be mad at him. He's, no. he's a freaking Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, all-timer. Like, he's an all-timer. It's amazing. Yeah. But, like, Harper, he's got the beard. He's got the hair. He's got the, the all-out play. He's got the bat flips. He's got the he's look. Got the he's got the Chuck swag. Norris bandana and yeah, the home run derby. Yeah. You know, like clown question, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but like that should be the guy that you put money yeah, behind. You gotta love that. Put money behind a guy that's that's saying a clown question, bro. Freaking start making some shirts right there. Yeah, sell them off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that should be your guy instead of people. And like honestly, like people on Twitter are always like, oh, like he's a dick. He's this or that. He's a he's a little baby. Fine, like that. That helps the, the, the sport, honestly. Yeah. You, are you telling me that, like, people don't always talk about OBJ or whatever, even in, like, the off-season? And, and, like, because he complains or this or that, like, whatever. He makes you talk. He makes you talk. Bryce Harper makes, makes you talk. And base, baseball needs their Bryce Harpers of the world. You know yeah, what I mean? Do. Like, so I, I, I don't get why. I, I think it's, a, a team should notice that, right? I do, I do too. It's, it's, it's only going to bring more fans. The game should notice that. Like, they should be pushing for teams to sign someone like him. He can be your poster boy. Right. Hands down. 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, enough with that. I mean, I, I kind of actually want to, like, move back to Bochy real quick. Because, like, look, like, we got to recognize that his time is 
after this year is done. Right. But from a pure like guessing standpoint as a fan, like is there anyone else that you'd maybe want to see take over? You know, that's a, that's a great question. I definitely, you know, I, I definitely think the Giants are kind of like a, uh, they're kind of like a, a family in the sense that I think they're definitely going to look from within. Yeah. Um, as a fan, you know, I, I, there's, there's a couple guys that come to mind. There's definitely an old familiar face that comes to mind. He's not a manager anymore, and he was one last year. I definitely think a, a Mike Matheny oh, okay. could, could, could potentially be someone that I personally, I'd, I'd want to play for that guy. Yeah. I mean, he's old school, but he's definitely young enough to kind of understand. I know he kind of went out the wrong way in St. Louis. Yeah. But he was a good giant when he was yeah. there. I know I, I know. It was kind of, it's kind of like a dark horse. For sure. But, you know, Bam Bam might be a guy as well. That See, might, that, that's my guy. Bam yeah, Bam. because he's, he's, he's bilingual. He has a respect to the team. Oh, yeah. He's been there long enough. He's been there when they won. He's been there when they lost. He knows what the family wants. Yeah. And I think that is probably what they're going to do. But my dark horse, like my wild card, like kind of yeah. like, you know, sleeper pick is Matheny. But he's with the Royals doing player development. He's probably just going to stay there. But I think Bam Bam is definitely a guy that, that could definitely get that job. I think Bam Bam is like the most interesting because, like you said, he has all the things as far as like he speaks like freaking 15 languages, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I wish I had him for – Spanish, French, whatever he does. In high school. I'd have my doctor right now. <laughs> yeah, right. But I mean, like that, like, and that's what you need in baseball. He 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 can connect to anybody, you know. Right. And and he's obviously been within the Giants forever. Yeah. He's done. He's done the hitting coaches. He's done the bench coach. All this, all these different kind of avenues within the team. Yeah. But like, I think what's what's so interesting now is like you would think he'd be the perfect guy, but probably for like the past um, like front office or anything because. They were always like such giant lifers, you know. I mean, that's one thing that has been a good thing and bad thing for someone like Bochi. Like players love him. Sometimes he holds on to people too long. Yeah, it's, it's been an issue for the Giants forever. Right. We're like freaking hashtag forever Giant, right? I mean, you see it all all yeah, over. The... Everyone gets a statue. No, literally, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the fact that Cody Russell does not have a statue, Pat the Pat the Bat is right. on a statue. Right, it's kind of surprising. It honestly, is the way they are. Freddie Sanchez, huh? Come on, Freddie. Come on, Marvin. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Turcotta. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like that's been good and bad for him. Yeah. And that's where I'm interested in, like. Sure, if it was Bobby Evans, I would think Bam Bam's next in line, right? Right. You would think within. But with, like, Farhan Zaidi, is he going to go outside of it? Yeah. You know, like, th- does he have his guy? It, it, was that maybe in Bochi's mind where it's like, Farhan's going to want his guy. Um, you know, like, I, I've, had, I've had, like, the same front office forever. I'm used to these guys. Right. I'm going to go on my terms. Yeah. Uh, you know, he probably wants his guy. This is going to be my last year. And one, one guy that I could think of is honestly uh, Dave Roberts. Ooh, that's a Dodgers manager right now. You that's know, great Farhan point. coming from the Dodgers, some, was it be someone that you'd want? Yeah, I, I mean, Dave Roberts, every, for every team he played for, he seemed like he was a great team guy. The only, the only knock that I have on him is just I feel like, and we'll, I'm sure we'll get into this, if not on this episode, definitely in another one. I feel like he plays the matchups a little too much. He doesn't yeah. trust his guys enough. He's gotten the guys to the promised land, but he hasn't been able to. I feel like in the biggest games, he kind of overmanages. No, I see what you're saying. I mean, but yeah. I definitely, for like the future, I think that's definitely a guy that could definitely be a long term, you know, a long term position hold for, for the Giant. Giants. Former Giant. Absolutely. I'm pretty sure he was the first left fielder opening day after Bonds. I think he was. And they've had like literally a new opening day left fielder ever since Bonds has gone yeah. on opening day left field. But. Right. Dave Roberts, who is literally the opposite of Barry Bonds. The complete opposite. <laughs> he was the first guy. I think he weighs 
Barry Bonds' right quad when he was playing. He's about 160. Yeah, maybe yeah. maybe Bonds' right ear. Yeah, knows, you know, yeah who knows? As, as much as his, uh, his, his cross yeah, earring. Yeah, his dangling cross <laughs> earring was definitely at 25 pounds. So. No, but I mean, but, it, it's obviously it's going to be interesting what direction they go. You know? Yeah, definitely interesting. Um, I mean, Belt was saying today, um, you know, they were all shocked by it. And Bochy quickly just went right into strategy for like this year, get prepared yeah. and everything. But I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, like from an outside perspective, from our perspective as a fan. Yeah. You know, do they go young? Do do, do they go in house? Right. Do they get? Do they have? Do they have a farhand guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, what about someone? Okay. Um. You know. You you play for younger guys, older guys. Same with me in baseball. Right. Would you want someone that like just recently retired, especially with if the Giants are trying to go younger? Would you or any team in general? If a, if a team's trying to go younger, like the Giants have kind of said that they will, uh, like would you want someone that maybe just retired or something like that, or doesn't really matter? To you? It doesn't really matter to me. I, I think it's a tough call. I think if you're trying to go young, you need to teach the young guys the ways of the game. Mm-hmm. Now the game is changing, so the old school oh, manager is kind of that generation of manager, like Bochy. That generation is on their way out of the game. Yeah. But I think a guy maybe, you know, four or five years removed from playing, probably in his early 40s, late 30s, that can be a long-term fill-in. Where you're seeing, yeah. like, these Brad Osmus Brad guys Osmus. and stuff like that. that yeah. I mean, that they didn't play that long ago. No. You know, like. They're still relevant in the game, but they're, they're old school enough to teach the young guys, hey, here's how to be a pro. Yeah. Here's David, how you David do your Bell, work. David Bell. Giant. Absolutely. Yeah. Local guy lives here in Santa Rosa. Yeah, now, now he's a uh, Reds manager now. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, good for him. And, and I definitely think that's, that's kind of where I'm headed to. Like, you know, kind of like a, yeah, like a late 30s, early 40s guy that played the game and that can teach the young guys how to take care of things, but also, like, young enough to relate to the young guys, too. Because, yeah. you know, we, we both played for for a wide range of coaches, I always related well to guys that have kind of been in my shoes a little bit. No, for sure. And I feel like that's something as a coach that I currently kind of take pride in yeah. is, is being able to, you know, I'm 27 now, but I relate to these 18 to 22 year olds yeah. because, hey man, I, I've done this grind. I've no, been sure. through this. So I feel like if the Giants were to go young, you know, someone that's four or five years removed from playing would, yeah. be, would be a good move. Well, like you said, I mean, the game's changing so much. I mean, I mean, who knows if they're going to get some guy that's just you know, an all, like, advanced stats kind of guy and, like, yeah. different things like that or if they're going to get more of a, of a bam-bam or, um, you know, I mean, I like, they've already talked in the, in the past to, like, someone like Nick Humley, right? Right. Catcher. I mean, catcher's always one of the managers. Right. You know, I mean, he, he's playing this year with the A's. He went across the bay. But, I mean, who knows how much longer he has. And if something, something like that, an opportunity like that arises – Maybe he would be someone that goes right from playing into coaching to coaching. You know, he was a Willie Mack winner, so like obviously, like people love him as a person, right? But and that's ca- huge. But yeah, but former catchers, I feel like those are like they've, they've, always looked at. Yeah, it's, yeah, catchers are great um, because you know obviously they work with the catchers really well. But then they know where everyone needs to be on bunk coverages. Yeah, for on sure. Outfield the eyes, they're the eyes, they're, they're, they're the, the quarterback eyes. of yeah. baseball. And you know? I feel like Buster Posey someday. You know, obviously he's still playing; he's still in his prime. Oh, for sure. He's a guy that I really feel like that will be a manager someday. Day, or still be yeah. involved in the game because you know I mean Bochi uh, there's been so Melvin there's been so many great guys that you know the pitchers the pitchers are tough to read but if you have a catcher that can relate to the pitching staff mm-hmm. trust the guys call a game and also know where everyone's at 
I mean, that, that's, that's a coach right there. In a, yeah. in a sense, you're kind of the captain of the field because you got the best view of the house as well. Looking at, into the game, you, got, you know where everyone needs to be. And it just seems like catchers are a great fit because they're so mentally and physically tough. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's cool because you know, looking at the Giants right now, you talk about someone like Posey, right? And like being a leader, someone that's been, that's been there and everything. I mean, their top, their top prospect right now is Joey Bart yeah. and stuff. And I mean, and, op- yeah, and opening camp, like he's, Posey's already working with them. Yeah. The, their top pitching prospect, Sean Anderson, his first day of spring, he threw to Posey. Posey's talking about, you know, what it's going to be like throwing in Arizona, you know. Obviously, it's going to be way easier for the, for the hitter as far as with the, with the climate and everything like that. So to have those kind of veterans on your team and work with, especially someone like the Giants who are maybe trying to get younger and stuff, have these prospects that can get here sooner than later. Right. How someone like him is just freaking huge. It's man. so huge, man. Yeah. It's so huge. And it's cool that Buster's not, you know, obviously he knows what's yeah. going on. But, I mean, just to take a guy into your wing like that, that's so huge for Bard's success. Yeah. And I think, you know, kind of pivoting here into Bart, do you, do you think he'll be in the big leagues this year? I don't. I mean, he's their top guy. Like, he could get a September call-up and stuff. And, I mean, yeah. he was like – I mean, Posey, Posey came up rather quickly. True. I, I, I mean, it obviously depends on how the team's doing, too. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's like, very true. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe if they're... Injuries, you know. It's yeah, kind of, of course. It's all, all kind of, like we talked about earlier, baseball's very hard to predict, whether we're talking about free agents or yeah. roster moves. It's very yeah. unpredictable. I think, I, think he'll, I think he'll probably start in San Jose, which is like... Yeah, definitely. Which is high A and stuff in the Cal League. It'll be really interesting. That's going to be a team, like, if, if anyone around here wants to, like, try to go see a minor league game. Great talent. Go to a San Jose game this year. Yeah. The Giants are going to have their two top prospects start there probably with Joey Barton, Elio Ramos. Yeah. And stuff. Big so, years I mean, for both of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so if you are, like, into that, like, that's the team to watch right now. If I had to guess, I would say he's not going to be up there yet. Yeah, yeah I'm on the same I, boat. The guy's, the guy's a freaking hoss. Yeah. He, he can hit the ball all fields. I think it'll be interesting to see him develop as a catcher. Yeah, I'm interested with him being so tall, how well he's going to be as a catcher. Because I feel like being a 6'3", 6'4", guy, it's kind of tough. I mean, that's even tougher on your knees. Your ligaments are bigger. You know, usually the great great, Yachty, Buster, Mm -hmm. a lot of these guys are more small and compact. So I'm interested to see as an athlete how he develops in the the squat. Squat, (laughs) my Kruko would say. But, you know, kind of see how he kind of progresses physically. Because uh, obviously he's a specimen. He looks, you know, yeah. he's a he's a really strong guy. But you know, going in the 162 game grind at six um, six three six four knees, yeah, that might wear on him a little bit. I'm just curious to see. But I think he's going to be a really good player for a very. Yeah, long I mean time. that's that's the most interesting part and the most fun part, obviously, about yeah. spring training. Honestly, is watch is watching the young guys. I mean, I'm, are you going to be really turning into spring training? No, I'm going to you know I'm going to check in. Obviously, I have you know, uh, we I have some guys that I've had the uh, opportunity to coach that are going to be. In spring training this year, and, and I'll definitely get into that in a minute. But it's uh, I'll be I'll be checking in with them. But um, I don't really watch a lot of spring training, which is pretty funny that you bring that up because I feel like people and we were talking about this earlier before the show. Um, I'm a, you know Otani's spring last year, right? Yeah. And, and everyone's kind of throwing a fit about his. You know, this guy is supposed to be you know this Japanese superstar. Yeah, he's hitting one hundred. He's one hundred. You know, six eighty or whatever it was. Right. You know, like yeah, like numbers really don't matter in the spring. Yeah. For, for guys like that, obviously, for guys that are trying to make a ball club, yeah, you got to catch an eye in the weight room. You got to catch an eye in a couple split squads. You yeah. got to hit a ball hard. <clears throat> you got to punch <clears throat> punch a couple guys out if you're a pitcher to get noticed to get in the arena, but. I mean, for guys that are proven big leaguers, I don't really care to watch any Giant Spring yeah. Training games. I pretty much watched Giant Spring Training all last year from 
April talk. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'll I think I'll pass. Well, that's what ta- yeah, that's what's so interesting. I think like yeah. about spring training numbers. Like, what do you take from it? Like, maybe some random guy might like prove himself, and it's like, oh, like we really have to like check this guy out more. Right. Or like some guy like might be terrible, like like Otani, but like he's clearly a star. Clearly. I, that's obviously where great coaching and scouting and stuff like gets brought yeah. up. But I mean, as a fan, what do you look into it? I mean, yeah, I mean, just for the fan experience of spring training. I mean, when we were younger, spring training was so much cooler. As far you know, you you were a bat boy a few times yeah. for the Giants uh, with Dusty in the Dusty years, and, and 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 you know, I've been a few times, and it's like, you know, uh, my parents went not that long ago, and they, and they were talking about how the the ballparks have gotten more seats cramped into the same ballpark. Yeah. So the the the, the experience as a fan. Imagine you were wearing one of those freaking giant slash Cubs hat or something. Right, right, yeah, just flipping around every inning. Freaking custom fit. Exactly, <laughs> but like the the seats are right on top of each other. The prices are going up. The room is getting less. Yeah. The, the experience isn't really there. Um, it's it's great for the economy for Scottsdale, and I mean, it's, I'm sure it's a great oh, time. Oh, Scottsdale's fun, for but, sure. But but like, I, I feel like the fan experience is not. It, it's you're paying to see you know Posey or Bumgarner, or Harper, uh, you know, stars, Mike Trout, the sure. stars yeah, yeah, yeah. take one or two at bats, and then you're going to watch number sixty-seven, uh, which is like fine for a team to have. Yeah. you know, Harper or Bonds or what, what year is it? Jesus Christ, but Sorry. a Posey or whatever, like have two thousand one. Yeah. <laughs> To have one or He's two. going to break the record it's this year. to have one or two. Best, and then you have John Dowd having a... John Dowd. The rest of the MVP of the baseball 05. Yeah, but I mean, I, I get that from a team standpoint, but we go back to, right, like, free agency. Like, it, it's, it's hurting fans right now. But if you want to get more fans, too, like, that should be a, a, a cheap avenue, A man. cheap avenue to get people Freaking out spring the training. Yeah, I mean, like... Yeah. We used to, uh, I mean, I can't speak for my parents. Thanks, my mom and dad. But, I mean, spring training was cheap. It was fun. You either had people... On like the hill and right and right and right oh, field totally. with blankets, you guys had you had people super close, you know, and like it felt like players were almost like talking to fans. It just doesn't feel like that anymore, and I I, I get why players might get in a bat or two, and like you know, as as fans from the outside or what that trying to watch on MLB Network or whatever, like sure we don't need to tune in that much. But if you're really trying to get like a young fan that wants to go there on spring break for his elementary school or whatever, like. Right. Come on, man! That should be a freaking six dollar ticket. That should I mean? be that's like, bullshit. Yeah, yeah it's like, ridiculous. Have, have forty five bucks to watch yeah. the Giants play the Dodgers for you know, and the big leaguers are going to play an inning and a half. Yeah, like come on. Yeah, I mean, have them freaking buy a shirt in a snow cone for ten yeah, bucks. Exactly, you know? that's a good deal right yeah. there. But freaking I mean, snow cone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, spring training obviously it has its positive and negatives, but yeah, for a fan yeah. experience, like it should, it should seriously be. Well, there's going to be a lot of negatives in spring training this year because a lot of these guys are still not signed. I mean, do you going back to free agency? This is where we kind of started talking about this. I mean, dude. I mean, if these guys don't get signed uh, and, and their deals aren't very, you know. Good. Yeah. Do you think that there's a potential for like a MLB player strike oh, coming yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean and, and you and you hate to like say that and stuff. It's yeah. not fun from no, a fan to like fun, thinking about it. But the more that you hear the players speak about it, the more that you realize that it's a it's problem. a, pro- it's it's a, a problem. definite problem. You know, so yeah. that's the thing. Like, and you don't you don't want to get to that point at all. Like, you know, you you don't want to have to have or like your your season turns into. Someone like freaking Michael Jordan tried to come out of basketball and try to make make the baseball team. If, Space Jam. If, if we have, if we have Tim Tebow as uh, our number one guy in baseball, that's might, might might be an issue. You know, might what I mean? be a problem. But I mean, hey, I, I don't know. Like it, it could it could happen. I definitely like 
I'm not going to go to Vegas tomorrow and put my money on it. No. But, like, it's, it could happen. I, I think totally. that the deal comes up in, like, 2021 and everything for the CBA. But, like, it's something that that as fan to even have to talk about is an issue. It's an obviously. issue that's like, even coming up. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, you know, any other sport – Basketball, which, which I think is the, is the king of sports right now, as far as being yeah, the game, it's stuff. at the all time high. Yeah, you know, like yeah. you're not you're not gonna have to be thinking about that. You no, know? like there's no way Durant, Irving, <clears throat> LeBron James, any any of the big names that are free agent, Clay Thompson, these guys will all have a team within 72 hours. Yeah, of course. And if and they don't, then the game will will go haywire. And you can't you can't open but, up spring training with the, the first questions that these players are getting is what do you think about about, about the slow free agency. If you do it over and over and over again, this yeah. is two years in a row where literally, instead of being like, hey, how do you feel about the team? You know, best of your life. Again, everyone's yeah. in the best shape of their life, you know? Yeah. But, uh, like, that shouldn't be a question is, hey, what's going on with free agency? Yeah, like, exactly. No, no, no players don't want to talk about that. Are you kidding me? No, no. No. But, um, but moving on from that, um, I mean, this weekend was obviously, like, all-star weekend for, for basketball and everything. Yeah, Kevin Hartman puts on the show every week. <laughs> A little bastard. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> I'll start a weekend. No, it's a uh, yeah. It's for the kids. It, I mean, yeah. if you fell asleep, if you watch the whole game, honestly, I think that you need a, a need a new hobby. Yeah, yeah. You, you need to check check yourself, dude. If you're watching a whole NBA All Star game, you got problems. Yeah, I mean, if if if, him, if you're gonna go out and buy a, a Diallo jersey, and uh, good for you, Hamadou, word up, that baby. Uh, we get like it's crazy. Like, I think the last. Was it? We've had now like two G League, which like nothing like, no. against them. It's like I'm, had, I'm a bit more of an E League guy. We've <laughs> we had basically two G League guys were in a dunk contest, right? You know, and like oh, we, and, at the dunk. Don't even get me started. We, 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 we grew Are you up. Kidding me? We grew up on Vince, Vince Carter, and, and, and one, you know. Jay Rich twice. Yeah. Oh, Jay yeah. Rich was the man. Yeah, Jason Richardson. As a Warriors fan around here, the first time we I believe, he, baby, that he went through the we legs. Believe. It was like, all right, this is awesome. You yeah, know what I mean? and now you got guys getting cupcakes off the backboard. What is this? Yeah, no. Shaq, you know, Shaq's getting the getting the getting the cupcake sweats. He wanted that cupcake, but <laughs> I mean, it's just like, what, what, man, this is just terrible, man. I don't, I don't know what's going on here, but I, I just really don't understand. NBA All Star Weekend, and then you got you know they're not playing defense, they're mic'd up, they're just having fun. It's like pickup basketball, and they're you know the three point contest I really do enjoy. No, I think I, it's probably the most competitive. That's part the of it. I think that's the best part. Yeah, and I'm just gonna talk. You know, Shout out Joe Harris. Joe Harris, baby, yeah. being being the king, being Steph Curry. Yeah, no, I mean, and that's the thing. Honestly, that was like, cool. That was very cool. When you see someone like heat up like that, that's actually kind of fun. Yeah, which kind of, which it sounds weird. Get a rhythm, no. Makes it like kind of makes you sound like a basketball nerd, but like no, you know. You would think that like the your words, not mine. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. You think that the dunk contest would get would get the most hype, but when you see someone miss six straight dunks, you're like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, somebody on Netflix right now. Like, come yeah, on, exactly, man, Jesus. Right. But yeah. like, you see someone get heated up like a, like a Steph or someone like that. Like, and that's what the game is the now. Money ball, they're hitting money ball. Crowds getting into it. It's pretty cool. Yeah, the game's no, totally turning into a three point just kind of barrage. But I, I don't know. The, also, Rickin for any sport or like you know after this after the year like the Pro Bowl or whatever. It's so hard to try to figure out, like, what do you do for this game? You right. can't have them try to be serious. No, except for baseball. Baseball is – but, but, like, yeah. but, but, but I mean, like, you can't But just, you can't try to be like, all right, home field advantage for the World Series. That was, that was, that was, that ridiculous. was ridiculous. But I feel like baseball – I mean, you can't, like, try and not – I mean, you're going to get hurt if you're a pitcher and you just kind of, like, yeah. baby it. Well, that, that, that's true. That's true. I mean, you got, I mean, you got to let it rib. Yeah, you, you got to respect the game and let it – yeah, like you said, let it but rib. But I feel like of the All-Star games, I feel like the ba- – Baseball, I mean, basketball and football are definitely more popular, but I feel like the MLB All-Star Game is the best game to watch 
Because you're gonna see the best. True. The, 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 it's hard to like. It might be low scoring. It might obviously. be low scoring. Yeah, but, but it's it, the closest thing to the actual game. Yes, that's what I'm trying to. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to get in. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't blame basketball for it. Literally looking like NBA Street Volume Four, but like, <laughs> but I mean, I, I get that. All right, right. I mean, PS Two. Yeah, what are they gonna be really doing? Like, really guarding each other up? Yeah. You know, come, come on. Yeah. But Drake. baseball, like you said, like you, you can't like not swing your hardest. You came out about like yeah, sort on your arm. Next thing you know, you're freaking hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sure, you might you might throw a Jeter on, on his walkout tour or an 80 mile per hour fastball, but let him have him on opposite field. Yeah, but like it's pretty much the same game. Right, and that's just gotta be like the hardest thing though. Like in it's general, hard, to try to, how do you how do you make it? Fu- I mean, I think honestly, the best thing that's happened to an All Star weekend for all the sports. Is making the home run derby timed? A hundred percent. I changed it. It changed totally the game. changed it, man. Last right. year's was great. Yeah, when when you see someone like Harper, Justin Bohr is getting the meat sweats in the first round. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, Harper like the, la- the last like <clears throat> minute just hit like nine straight. You oh, know it was what unbelievable! I mean? Freaking machine, just getting after it. That's oh. fun though. Well, dude. he had the power of the US of A in his headband. So oh yeah, yeah, and his arm sleeve. So you knew he was yeah. gonna win. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> America. Uh, but I mean, no, it's it's. That's something where like a little change like that. I don't know. Like I like I want to see someone like uh, also racing for baseball. I don't want to see like Billy Hamilton try try to race anybody else. Right. You know what I mean? Like have like your fastest guy, or like if it's like I don't know if it's a sixty, if it's like skills competition. So like you can have like it's you're like hey hit a spot from three hundred feet away. Some crazy like lander, that. Hit hit the wall. You know. Some sort of like obstacle course for pitchers. Yeah, or like, or or, uh, or you have like to have the 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 uh, kind of the hack attack machines and have them do some crazy catches or yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There's you, got to be a way to make it a. You got to try to find some kind of like skills comp. Like, like honestly, the skills competition in basketball is kind of cool. That is like, cool. Because like you're finding different ways to show up. Half court shots. You got to hit it. It was won this year by Jason by, Tatum. By a half, half court, court shot. shot. Like. Yeah. Sure, I saw that on Twitter, but still, like, yeah, it's, it's, I didn't watch it live. <laughs> yeah. But still, like, it's something different. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it it's kinda, not it's a fresh the look. same thing over and over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you gotta find something that's different. Can you get like a? But that's what's hard. Like in baseball, can you really do like, do like all right, let's do fastest pitch? Yeah, and I have some dude just try to like <laughs> get like a hundred and five to just do a crow hop off the mound. Yeah, just coming down. It'd be kind of, it'd be kind of, it'd be sick. It'd be kind of sweet. It'd be, yeah, it'd be impressive to watch and impressive to see a catcher try to catch it. Yeah, exactly. Literally coming at you like a crow hop, but like some kind of skills competition or like if you did. Shoot, if you had like, if you could aim as like a hit or something, you know yeah. what I mean? If you had like, be a batting practice, like aim bat. Well, like in MVP baseball, the video game, right? you had the tractor and you hit the tractor, you yeah, like yeah. plus 100 points. No, they had to go ramp. Like and you could literally ramp. hit the ramp hit it and, it would go, ramp. and that'd be a home run. And, yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Something that's crazy. Yeah, instead of a home run, like have the home run derby, obviously that's going to always be there, but have like a batting practice challenge yeah. where some of the more, at, like Joey Votto, some of the more uh, methodical hitters in the game yeah. can kind of. Showcase their mental skills. Freaking pepper on steroids. Freaking pepper, dude. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, nah, no, nah, it, it'd be fun though. But I Joey mean, Votto. Yeah, he'd probably get tossed out of that though. Yeah, he'd probably lose his shit. <laughs> he he just actually just, just looking pro- at pitches. Yeah, he's taking a walk. He's taking pitches. Yeah, <laughs> he's getting his on base percentage up. Yeah, him and Belt should uh, him and Belt should definitely do up for that one. Oh my god, god, dude. But uh, but no, uh, I mean, looking at the All Star Weekend too. I mean, honestly, shout out to the uh, the Wash Athletes of the Week. Yeah, we had uh, we had we had D Wade and Dirk. Oh my god. Um, uh, uh, I, oh know, my god. If, Get the Ben Gay out. Get the Ben Gay out. <laughs> if, I mean, if you did watch the three point contest, that's that's the one thing I'll be honest. I did. I did watch. I taped I, that. I, I, I want to see for Steph and Seth. 
Seth, uh, maybe next year. Yeah. But uh, but Dirk. How's that shadow look, Seth? <laughs> <laughs> but Dirk's freaking hitting the roof with, with, with the arc, just oh, throwing yeah, it up there. Rainbows, man. The one thing I was disappointed with Dirk, he should have been doing one, one foot shots. One foot fadeaway. Come on, like, that's his trademark. Give give him twenty more seconds. Yeah. And just do one foot fadeaway yeah. in the corner from yeah. three. I don't even care if it's from, right. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Shoot it from the tunnel, dude. But hey, shout out Dirk in the game. He gets in there. Three for three from three. Absolutely. That's how he started he's off. He's a machine, dude. Just, just rainbows. I'm pretty sure that, like, he's been 42 for the last nine years. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, maybe it's just, like, his... There's no doubt. He's gangly... been on the Mavericks since 1986. Yeah, ha- hands down, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was him and uh, the original. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> him and Michael Finley. Yeah. It was him, Jackie Moon, Steve Nash, and yeah. Michael Finley. Absolutely. And then, but D-Wade... And Jesus Shuttlesworth. D-Wade, honestly, like... <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it's funny, because... I feel like we've kind of been hearing about his retirement for the last few two years, yeah, too. Yeah, so kind of been, like, whispers. Well, like, like, remember when he went to the cast for a second there with LeBron? Yeah. The reunion? I, I, and I it was kind of like, try not to remember that, but it was, yeah. I think was he was wearing a different number. He wasn't even him. number three anymore. No. But finally, he had to, like, have a glass of wine with LeBron and be like, I'm, I'm good. I'm Cleveland. Yeah, I got I to gotta go back to Miami. I'm, I'm good, my well, guy. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, don't blame him. I'd rather be in Miami than Cleveland, too. Yeah. I mean, honestly, one of the cool, cool things about the weekend, too, uh... Was uh, his his son is, is a is a high school senior? Yeah, yeah. and like he's uh, definitely in better shape than D Wade right now. Yeah, there's no doubt. He's got a solid but, dad bod going right now. Hey, but uh, yeah, a third watch after the week. They were honoring D Wade. Here comes Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Free, out of the woodworks. Yeah, <laughs> free agent Carmelo. Anthony. Yeah. I, I, just, just get on the Lakers. I just mean, come, come on. on, dude. Everyone knows, dude. Everyone knows you want to go play with LeBron. Just go yeah. to the Lakers. No, just go I to mean, the Lakers. It's going to be <laughs> that he, when he gets in, whatever team he goes on next, they're just not going to pass him the ball. No. It, He's it, just going to be a decoy at best. Which, uh, I mean, I don't know, Mellow. I mean, I, I miss Braden Mellow for the freaking, I do too. freaking Nuggets. Oh, he was it's, great. And Syracuse, the Nuggets, his first, like, when he first caught onto the scene at Syracuse, and then when he got those first couple years in the Nuggets, he was phenomenal. Oh, it's hard because he's so washed now. Yeah. And, he, and, yeah. I mean, and he's turned into a... He should, we should have him as a guest on no, our show. Yeah, yeah, he's got the time. He's got the time. <laughs> but no, and like, you know, you see these older athletes that do get washed. And hey, we, we respect it. We, we respect we're, it. We're the same way. We're we in the same boat so right now. We, we are washed right now. My ankle freaking hurts every morning. Yeah. But I mean... It's, it's, it gets to a point where you, you almost forget about those days of when he was absolute. Star. Yeah, it's really easy to like just do a like kind of like a recency bias of just like yeah, yeah he's a ball hog, he's not that great, yeah, he's past his prime, but his prime was pretty special. Yeah, offensive I mean, numbers were pretty special. You can freaking put his lowlights on House of Highlights or something like that on, yeah. on Instagram. Those but Nuggets dude, teams were pretty. The dude wrong, was a stud. That, so, yeah. I mean, they were really good at that time. But really no, good. I mean, our washed athletes. This is, this, this is your first shout-out. Mello, D-Wade, Dirk. There's going to be plenty more the rest of the year. We're always going to find a washed athlete. Always. I mean, I'm not going to call Bochi a washed athlete. Yet. No, not no, yet. Never. No. I mean, he has no more knees. Uh, <laughs> He's bicentennial, man. He's made out of his, his kneecaps. Are, they went straight <laughs> to his head. But, uh, but no, I mean, respect to our washed athletes. Um, we're going to wrap it up. That, that was episode one. We, uh, you know, we talked about our guy, Bruce. Uh, a little bit of everything, just like we want to. You know, yeah. I mean, we, we're talking about... Spring training when there's nothing going on. That's what's so fun about sports, though, is we can figure it out when there's nothing going on. There's always something to be done with sports, man. That that, that machine never sleeps. It's always breathing, and sports is why we're here today, man.